Welcome back to another episode of the Successful Driver Podcast presented by Aero Truck Sales. Thank you guys so much for listening, watching, wherever you're uh, consuming this. We really appreciate you and uh, really excited to be talking to uh, one of my friends here at Aero Truck Sales, Trenton Pinkard, branch manager of St. Louis. What's up, brother? Man, we're doing good today. How about yourself? I'm hanging in there. And I just wanted to say this before we get started. I looked in to the rights to Ice Ice Baby so we could get your rendition of Mac Mac Baby from like five years ago here on the pod. But I don't know if we're going to be able to secure those rights. We probably should. I guess we could. I guess we'd have to talk to, to David Bowie, actually, wouldn't we? Yeah, man, you might have to. And I'll tell you what, the, uh, I don't know if they'd give them to us or not. I mean, heck, they're doing uh, home renovations and everything else now with it. So <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'd have to we'd have to like try to find a way to like secure the rights to the music so you could get some get some bars over the top of that. We did a competition. Yeah, a little bit of theme music going on there. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. You know, like I think we did a we did a what was it? A, a competition on videos for Max. We had a big package of Max and we had all the branches doing videos. And then you go yeah. out and you just, you rap to Ice Ice Baby with Mac Mac Baby, right? I think that was the gist of it, right? That was pretty much the gist of it right there. And uh, <laughs> you know, with, without getting into copyright infringement, I mean, it was it was pretty good. And uh, I got a kick out of it. It was fun. So everybody got involved. It was cool. Am I allowed to just drop the bass line and then you go? Or how is, like, I don't know if that's going to, if that's, if I just hum it, is that illegal? Like, I don't know, but... <laughs> Uh, man, hey, I appreciate you jumping on, brother. And it's always interesting. It's really cool to get a bunch of perspectives from a def- bunch of different people. I love trying to go outside just the arrow walls in some places. But I mean, I think even th- even with arrow, you know, we've got 18 locations in North America. So we've got a lot of different perspectives on different industries and different pockets of this country. You know, so there's a lot of different perspectives and, and getting to hear from you out there in St. Louis. Well, I'm excited to talk to you, but before we get into some of the questions that we typically ask people, I did want to ask you just a little bit, a little bit, a little industry background, kind of how you got into the trucking industry, how long you've been in the trucking industry, um, you know, what's gotten you here, what's kept you here? Well, uh, I'll start it out like this. I mean, it's, it's a cool story. Um, my biggest thing was always customer service. Um, I actually, I worked at a, uh, I worked at a CVS pharmacy and I was a cashier there. Long story short, there was a customer that always come in our store and he was always nice. And, you know, I always tried to do my thing and just, you know, be respectful, be polite, be helpful. Well, one day it was a winter and uh, I was at um, I was at the Home Depot and his car broke down, I guess. Well, I knew how far away he was and I asked him if he wanted a ride. Well, I gave him a ride and he uh, essentially asked me if I wanted a job. And I'm like, (laughs) You know, but I, I went with it. Well, come to find out his dad owned another truck sales place and and that's where it started. And uh, I've just never looked back. Um, I've went, I've worked for a few different dealers. I've sold new, I've sold used, but I have to admit the way that Arrow does their thing and the way that we, you know, get into the trucks and the way we present our trucks and make sure our trucks are right. This is the best job I've ever had. Wow. So how many years have you been in the industry then now? Um, it'll be 10, uh, it'll be 10 in April. Wow. That's, that's crazy. So 10 years, of, 10 years of industry experience, you've seen the new side, you've seen the used side. Um, okay. So you've seen a lot of different drivers. What makes a successful driver? 
there's a lot of things that make a successful driver. I think the biggest thing is what everybody faces right now in today's uh, world is willingness, willing to work. Um, a successful driver has to be willing to work. It is not easy. People think that you just grab a steering wheel and you go. No, it's much more than that. And there are so many different styles of truck driving i mean you've got flatbed where you're throwing tarps and straps you've got grain hauling where you've got to get out and you've got to make sure that you're you know everything's secure and everything's safe and that you're it's very easy in the grain market to overload yourself and making sure you're following the right procedures make sure you're doing your pre-trip i mean it just goes on there is so many different things but i think the number one thing that makes a successful driver is a driver that is not only willing to work but willing to learn mm -hmm. and those are my biggest things oh for sure i think that's a really good way of putting it because you know there are so many places that you can kind of i you know you can create your own niches or become part of a niche in this industry and if you become an expert in that area that's a skill set that you develop that can really ultimately you know help you um, you know, really build a strong build business if you're able to kind of stay in that in that kind of, you know, silo for an extended period of time, you're going to gain a lot of industry experience, you're going to, you know, have a, a you know, a real well established business model in a lot of different ways. Absolutely. And, you know, and, and touching off of it, you know, uh, these, these uh, um, guys and gals that are driving these trucks, there's something about the old school truck driving, you know, the, the, you know, outlaw trucking, you know, that still, I believe still exists today, but a lot of people get into this industry because they hear about the success of other drivers. And the truth is, I think some of your most successful drivers will say, look, if you want to make a lot of money, you have to be willing to be gone from home. I think a lot of these over the road drivers that think that they're going to be home every night, you know, that it's not the case, but a good foundation, uh, you know, a, a solid support system, you can still have a very happy, fulfilled life uh, with it. The trucking industry is one of the most prominent and best ways to provide for you and your family. And I'm glad to be a part of it. No, I definitely am too. And, and we talk about this a lot and it winds up showing up the thankless job that is the truck driving, uh, you know, life. You talked about family there. It's just, you know, that's one of the things people don't think about is, you know, the, the time away from your family, it can, you know, it, it's, it's a sacrifice, but it's a sacrifice that a lot of people make. And because they make it toilet papers are on the toilet papers on the shelf, you know, it, <laughs> I, I don't think enough people really appreciate what a truck driver goes through. Yeah. I mean, there is so many different things that go into being a successful truck driver. I mean, patience, uh, patience with the, with getting loaded, uh, waiting for your next run, uh, patience with drivers on the road. I, I mean, you don't, <laughs> it's, it's no, true. I get it. I, I mean, get it. The, uh, people will, uh, They'll, if they cut a driver off, you know, and they expect these trucks that are loaded with 80,000 pounds to stop on a dime. I mean, that's enough to make somebody go insane, you know, <laughs> not only, you know, skip a heartbeat, but uh, I mean, it's just 
I don't think enough truck driver, I don't think truck drivers in general get enough kudos for the sacrifices they make. And you're right. The family's the biggest thing. I mean, being away from your, your son or your daughter's first dance recital, your son's first hit at a baseball game, you know, it, sometimes they're gone. I had a driver uh, last week. He, uh, he barely made it to his uh, daughter being born mm. at the hospital. Wow. It's, it's, it's crazy. We talk to people here at Arrow. We talk to people outside and it's, it all always comes back to this level of appreciation and respect. That respect can't be fake because literally every single person we talk to brings it up in some capacity. It's just a reality that I, you know, I hope truck drivers listening to this hope, hopefully they understand like there's, there's a lot of genuine respect by the people that are here in the industry, we all see you. We all appreciate you. Um, okay. So one of the questions we always ask as well is, you know, what's your role in the, in the truck driver story? How do you help truck drivers find success? Honest, honesty. There is, there is so many, you get a phone call and it's a guy who, or gal that has, you know, just made sacrifice after sacrifice. I'm a salesman, you know, I'm a branch manager of a team of, of really awesome guys and gals that are all our number one goal is to make a successful driver. Um, my role is to make sure that not only finding a piece of equipment that a customer is happy with, but something they can be proud of and something that is going to make them money. Because it can look fantastic, polished tanks, dual stacks, dual breathers. But if that beautiful truck does not deliver successful loads, they're not making money. My role is to make sure that I am putting a piece of equipment out there on the road that is going to provide for that driver's family. Not only that, but when we're putting trucks out there on the road, not only do they need to provide for their family, but that's how goods are distributed across America. And so it's so much bigger than me. It's bigger than the truck drivers. It's bigger than Arrow. It's about keeping our economy flowing. I mean, truck drivers really are the center of this economy. And I don't think people talk about it enough. And so my role is strictly just to make sure we're doing good business the right way the first time. So I don't want to sell anybody their first truck. I want to sell them their last truck. Mm, no, I, that's, that's a really great way of putting it. And I guess, you know, this is not me trying to put other companies on the spot or, or try to call out other companies. Cause I do, I do believe that there are other cut truck companies in this industry that tell the truth. I'm not trying to say we're the only honest company here in, you know, in the industry, but I mean, do you think it's easy to do business? Honestly, do you think it's easy to be honest with truck drivers? Um, or, I mean, are you, is, is, is there, is there something, are you ever nervous about being honest? I, I guess is, is my question. I'm never nervous about being honest. Um, if it's not right, then it's wrong. And there is no in between, um, in anything, no matter if you're selling a truck or talking to somebody about financing. Um, I believe that being honest gets you a lot further than trying to get around it. Once you start going down that rabbit hole of trying to 
squeak around the truth or squeak around answering a specific question, it just starts to unravel. There's something about somebody telling you no or being honest. Um, this truck doesn't have brand new virgin tires and I can't give them to you that they can respect. You know, it is it's 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 more than just that. And I believe that when you give respect and you give that honesty, it comes back to you full circle every time. I think it, it, oh go, oh, sorry. No, absolutely. So yeah, I think one of the things like our one of the ways I think we show respect to, you know, our we we genuinely admire the truck drivers out here. I think it's if you are shooting people straight. I think that is a, it's a level of respect that you have for the people out there in the trucking industry, you know, that's a reflection of, you know, genuinely appreciating it. I think we've talked to inside and outside of this company, we've been able to talk to a lot of straight shooters. Um, I know that's, that's something that's really valuable in this industry. Um, And I'm always just kind of curious because, you know, we've kind of adopted a, a, a motto, a creed here around arrow, clear, simple use truck buying. What does clear, simple used truck buying mean to you? I'm so glad you asked that because I didn't know what kind of questions you were going to ask, um, or at least in what order they would be. Uh-huh. Uh, clear, simple used truck buying to me is giving the full picture. Um, for instance, um, here in St. Louis, we developed something that Arrow has now adapted, and it's uh, basically a non legal document but it explains how to use a warranty i don't know if you've ever this is the this is what i tell everybody i don't know if you've ever went and bought a refrigerator from a company and bought that extra extended two-year warranty for 99 dollars. great you're protected how do you get your refrigerator fixed when it quits making ice you don't know so (laughs) the the biggest problem is is that's a what i call a feel-good warranty you feel really good that you bought it until you have to use it. So one of the biggest things we do um, with these, these products, these extended warranties and this protection for these customers is explain how to use it step-by-step, step. not just, hey, call this number, but okay, you're on the side of the road. You need to pull over to a safe area. You need to call this number right here. You need to make sure that you locate a, a certified shop to get your truck to. Um, when you get there, you know, here's what you need to tell the shop foreman or the person riding up your truck and checking you in. And, and not only that, explaining what is covered under that extended warranty. And because you can sugarcoat it all day but then you're going to go back to what we were previously just talking about. You're just not doing justice to the person buying what they're buying. If they know how to use it, you're not wasting their money. Mind you, I hope that every warranty I sell is a waste of money because the truck <laughs> I put on the road never needed to be worked on. Right. Under the circumstance that it does have an issue, I want my customer to know what steps they need to take to get that truck fixed in a fashionable manner, timely manner, and it be ready to go. And it cost them as minimal as possible. That's what clear, simple use truck buying means to me. Cut out all of the, the junk, you know, let's, let's get, let's get to the meat and potatoes, you know, to the bone, right. Just get down, get down to it right away. No, I get it. I appreciate that. Um, So one of the, one of the questions we kind of like to, to ask is, you know, this has been a massive year, uh, a big change in our country with the pandemic, a big change in the trucking industry. 
I mean, there's just, this is, this is a wild time here in the trucking industry. What have you noticed in the last year with all these changes uh, and just specifically this last year in the trucking industry? The biggest, um, the biggest change, I think I've got, I've got two of them, really. The biggest change in that I've seen is the availability of equipment. Um, there is, I think it was, there was a report that came out and I think about a year and a half ago, there was 44,000 used trucks available, sleeper trucks on the market um, about a year and a half ago. Today, um, there are less than, I believe, 12,000 used trucks available on the market. Um, that's probably one of the biggest things I've seen change. Um, and I want people to know about that because you've got companies out there like Arrow that are selling equipment, we are not trying to do anything other than make sure that we are, we are trying to put together a package that is going to make a customer money and, and, and not, you know, rip their throat out for that matter. You know, it's not about that, but there are not trucks available today. It is probably the hardest truck to get right now is a Freightliner Cascadia 72 inch raised roof sleeper with an automatic transmission. They're not out there. And if they are, they're 600,000 mile trucks for $75,000. It's absolutely insane. The other big change that I've seen, which is incredible, is there are so many people out there that are now seeing what the trucking industry is about and how cool it is and, and getting a part of it. There's a lot of people coming in and buying trucks and helping these drivers that can't, that have had maybe, you know, misfortune or something and they're getting trucks with these drivers and they're treating them right. Yeah. They're, they're taking care of them. It's no longer lying about what somebody's going to make per mile or anything like that. They're really taking care of these drivers and, and making sure they're getting them equipment that they can run and make money with. And that is so cool to me because I'm seeing it more and more over the last year or so about these people coming in here and buying trucks to put people in. It's really neat. Yeah. The standard has been raised a little bit to treat drivers well. And that's like a huge boon for, for truck drivers, obviously, but it's great for the industry in general. I think, you know, it's something that hopefully sustains and becomes the norm. Uh, because I think, you know, getting these guys taken care of better across the board is going to be, you know, raising that bar for what's acceptable, you know, uh, that'll be a really cool way to, you know, kind of see how the industry changes. Um, any recent truck driver success stories that you've been a part of recently out, out there at the St. Louis branch? Is there any guys or girls that, you know, you've kind of come across recently that it just, it, 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 it stuck with you? I've got one. Um, I've got only one? Come on. What are you doing out there in St. Louis? <laughs> we're, you know, we're just having Cardinal baby, Cardinals baby. It is, it is baseball season. Uh, no, um, what were uh, the one that stuck out to me the most is there's a, a, a driver that I met um, without naming names. Um, he told me that he was from uh, he was from Georgia. Um, when he was uh, in Georgia as a kid and a teenager, um, he wasn't living the best lifestyle. Um, long story short, right there, he ended up getting shot seven times. Um, he recovered from that. And um, he had got into the trucking industry as, as a company driver. Um, and he kept driving, he kept saving. And the truck he just bought from us is actually the first step to his plan. 
because he doesn't want to see his kids go down the same path that he does or he did. And uh, his next plan, once he gets this truck and it was a lot of pressure, you know, his, <laughs> sure. I mean, he needs this truck. He's got this truck and his next step is he's going to buy his first home, him and his wife. Mm. And I just thought that that was so incredible that he chose us because you don't own a customer. You don't own anybody. They can go buy a truck anywhere. And the fact that he and his family chose to come put everything they have into a piece of equipment that we had here at Aero Truck Sales, it was incredible. I mean, we, we dotted our I's and crossed our T's. We wanted to make sure it was perfect for him. And I believe it was, what's today? Today's Thursday. Tuesday, he delivered his first load with that truck. And that, to me, is a success story that is just stuck with me here this last couple of weeks. You know, and I would bet on that guy. I would bet on that guy seeing this thing through, too. And one of the things you said, a part of that whole thing, is something that you know comes up every now and then, is he saved. You know, he saved for this opportunity. And you know, we had Todd Amon with, uh, with ATBS and it's, you know, saving for the good, you know, saving for the bad times, you know, the things are good right now, but you know, maybe it's, maybe it's not the boat right now. Maybe you continue to build and grow and save. So you're ready for, you know, the next dip in the market or, you know, the, the preparedness that is so, you know, it's, it, there's, there's, like you said, there's so many layers to, to being a truck driver and, and saving, you know, saving and, and being ready and financially prepared can be a huge step towards driver success. And, you know, I hope I wish the best for that guy. And, and I hope, you know, this plan gets seen through because it sounds like something that you were <laughs> something pretty special. You were, you were able to be a part of. Well, and it's, it's so cool. Um, you know, and I said it before, you know, I don't want to sell anybody their first truck. I want to sell them their last truck, but there's another, there's another layer to that as well. There's two types of salesmen in this world. And I believe arrow has, the second type of salesman. The first type of salesman can answer a phone call when you're going to give them money. The second type of salesman can answer the phone when there's an issue. Mm. And Arrow has the salesman that will answer the phone when there's an issue. And that's the biggest thing because sometimes it's not that big of an issue. They just need guidance because we're the professionals. We're not salesmen. We are sales professionals. And Sometimes we have the answers or can help navigate them in their decision to make the right choice to help them benefit themselves. And when you do that, you create a lifelong customer, you know, somebody that's going to recommend people to you, that's going to send them customers our way, and it's going to help them get to where they need to be. In the long run, you're helping yourself by spreading the love, you know? Absolutely. 100%. Well, Trenton, appreciate you so much for spending a little time with us. That was a lot of fun talking to you. I really appreciate your insight. Thanks for uh, spending a little time with us here. No, absolutely. Thank you so much, Kent, for having us. And uh, if you need anything else, you guys give us a shout down here in St. Louis. Oh, you know we'll bug you. <laughs> Take care, man. All right, that's it for the Successful Driver podcast this week. Thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to like, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on any podcast platform that you listen. Appreciate y'all. Catch you later.